Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm here. All right. Inside the 9 o'clock hour on the fan, Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, talking sports. I mean... We had to open up with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers conversation. Shout out to WFAN digital team. All the guys working hard behind the scenes, clipping us up. And, you know, I had a little take last night talking about Aaron Rodgers. I'm I'm sorry, Jets fans. I have Aaron Rodgers fatigue. You know, I'm, I'm the type of guy like it's not about him. I'm the type of guy that wonders why we spend so much time talking about a guy that literally can't help and hasn't helped on the field. I get it. You know, he wears a headset. His energy, he's been around. But, man, when I look at the Jets and what has gone wrong this year, I just keep coming back around to A.A. Ron. They put it all on plan A with no plan B. The plan was A.A. Ron. And then four plays later, uh, we're we're back to uh, the guy we benched for, Chris Treveller. 877-337-6666. My guy Brian Hoke just came through. Shout out to Odyssey working. My wife just sent me a screenshot she's sitting in bed i don't know i don't even think she's listening to the show but a little odyssey alert popped up garrett cole wins al cy young mlb.com's brian hoke joins keith mcpherson to talk cole yankees and more tap to listen i'm like look at that that's nice i appreciate that and i appreciate brian for giving us his time tonight on a historic night uh like i said i want it to be positive i'm switching gears right the 82-80 and 80 season is over. Cashman said what he said. Hal said what he said. They spoke. Positive energy now. We have the best pitcher in the American League. Garrett Cole wins his first Cy Young in Yankee pinstripes. He's one of us. Grew up a Yankee fan. Today, tomorrow, forever. The next thing to do is to get that man a World Series. Gary's in Waterbury. What's up, Gary? You're on the fan. I step on stage. Girl scream like I'm Keith. Hell, you won't be around next year. <laughs> McFair the Cavalier, it's G Makes. First <laughs> of up, all, G? Brian Cashman sucks. You know that. Brian Cashman sucks. And <laughs> Foo Philly. Gotta gotta keep it real for NY. Agreed and Foo agreed. Philly. Correct and, and correct. Yeah. And a big golf clap for Garrett Cole. You yeah. know, big golf clap. The only thing Yanks fans care about is a World Series. You know, his contract is not validated until he has a World Series. Period. Stop. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so, where we got to go. You know what? The, the only good thing about being a Giants and Yanks fan right now is that I'm not a Jets or Mets fan. <laughs> and, you know, it's one thing to have a bad season or a bad team, but they're unwatchable. 
I mean, just to be unwatchable is unacceptable. And Keith, I'll let you respond and I'll hang. But and how soon is child number two? <laughs> Thanks for the call, Gary. <laughs> I mean, the Jets, the Jets defense is very watchable. I enjoy watching their defense. They get after it. I use the term H-E double hockey sticks when I watch their defense. They are hell for opposing quarterbacks. I wouldn't want to be under center. But, man, watching that offense is frustrating. One step forward, two steps back. Get going and shoot yourself in the foot. Flag on the play. Wait, another flag? What is it now? <laughs> uh, when is child number two? My wife is listening. We're Not for a while. We actually just had that conversation really, like, I, my son Jackson, I want him to be an only child for a little while. I want him to like feel that. I want him to like know that he's he doesn't know things yet. I don't really think, and uh, I got a, I got a lot more work to do before we go to our second kid and, and even think about having a baby. This year was crazy. I was going through some things. I was spiraling early on, man. Shout out to all the parents. I haven't said that in a while, but early this year, like my son was born in April, and there were some nights where I just was like mentally spiraling. Like, negative thoughts, not sleeping. I tried to caffeine through it, like, wake up, have a hot coffee, have iced coffee during the day, have an energy drink, try to, like, stay up through my my son's, you know, early uh, nights of not sleeping and having to be fed and changing diapers and whatnot. That's not the way to do it. But, hey, first-time parent, you don't know. Now now that I know, you know, it's different. Now that we've gotten to a routine and rhythm, it, it, it's different. And I, and I love my son, and I, I love my wife. For, you know, giving me a, a firstborn son. And, man, I can't wait to see what he becomes. I'm, I'm working on him already. He's already strong and aggressive. He's he's already a little man's man. He's already a little boy's boy. So uh, I just want him to be greater than me, and I think he will be. But we're not having a number two yet. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's got two little boys. And I bet they throw. I bet they're pitchers because uh, his wife, her brother's Brandon Crawford. They got baseball in, in their bloodlines on both sides. And, I'm happy for Garrett Cole, man, for him to live the dream of wanting to be a Yankee fan. For his parents who were Yankee fans, made him Yankee fans, I believe his dad like was from New York or from this area. For them to actually live that wild reality of their son becoming the ace of the Yankees staff and winning a Cy Young, the next thing is a World Series. You, you sign that nine-year, $324 million contract because in that window, which will be a decade long, you plan on pitching in the World Series for the New York Yankees. And if you've heard me talk about the Yankees' next World Series, whenever it comes, it will be the most important one. It will be the greatest one. Because in this modern-day time with everyone walking around with 4K cameras and all of the social media and the coverage, and you know, I, I laughed looking at the Texas Rangers. I said, who are the most popular Texas Rangers fans? <laughs> like... Who, name a celebrity Texas Rangers fan. I mean, we saw that with Philly. Um, I know that the Astros have popular fans online that make podcasts and vlogs and tweet about them. But I'm like, who are the popular Rangers fans? Who are the popular Texas Rangers fans? Somebody out there is calling 877-337-6666 right now to be like, don't forget about Pudge Rodriguez. <laughs> but like, seriously, if the Yankees find out how to get back to the World Series sooner rather than later. It's going to be huge. And there's so many popular Yankee fans and content creators that exist in this Yankee universe. It'll live forever in high definition. 877-337-6666. 
Alex in Norwalk, Connecticut. What's up, Alex? You got it. Hey, Keith. What's up? You know, watching the Knicks hold it down. Quavo is there down in uh, State Farm Arena in Atlanta. Uh, Knicks, are, <laughs> Knicks are handling business against the Hawks, as they should. All right. Love the show, man. Love the show. Thank you. You played a uh, shook one, so I knew I was getting Yeah, through, you so. know, that's the Yankee Stadium music. I'm usually sitting in yeah, 203 man. waiting on the Yankees to come out when they play shook ones. You and I are about the same age, so I appreciate uh, all the tunes you play. Yeah, it's it's necessary. And shout out to WFAN again because we changed some of the tunes. If you if you've been paying attention, I think we had a caller one night that was like, "Keith, you have the best songs coming out of breaks." I'm like, "Yeah, on purpose. That's strategic. It's theater of the mind." Like I have a you whole do. folder for my producers. Like these are the songs I'd like played for my rejoins. I don't want genuine <laughs> pony played. I don't want Lenny Kravitz <laughs> American Woman played. And uh, we hit a little refresh here, and I'm listening to BT and Sal. I'm listening to Evan and Tiki, and we've got some different instrumentals coming in and out. It, it makes the show sound better, in my opinion. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. A um, couple years away, but I find myself watching clips of Murakami, man. I, I really hope he chooses the Yankees. I don't know if you... Of course I know who he is. I watched same. the World Baseball yeah. Classic. It wasn't worthless to me, Sal. I enjoyed it, and that guy already kind of gave a nod to wanting to be a Yankee when his time comes. Yeah, I saw a clip. I mean, I guess he prefers the the West Coast, but he said, um, you know, he would consider the Yankees. I can't even find it anymore. I wish I could, but so the um, Yanks go yard has um, Yanks go go yard has an article. Shout out to my guy Adam who who does stuff for them. I'm trying to pull it up. I think uh, I think it was because he wore number fifty-five for Matt Suey. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so that was the nod to wanting to be a Yankee because his favorite player is Matt Suey. Like, come on, yeah. you know. It, it, there's, you know, I I had a narrative yesterday. I'm like, what, what makes these free agents want to be Yankees? You know, because we've passed up on the Corey Seegers and the Bryce Harpers that wanted to be Yankees because they watched Jeter and Posada and we've heard them say it. I'm like, you know, if you didn't grow up rooting for the Yankees now. The Yankees are 15 years removed from a World Series. What what makes you want to be a Yankee? You want to play with Judge. You want to play with Garrett Cole. But like, I mean, with ya- with Yamamoto and this this guy uh, Morikami, they see themselves coming to the United States and wearing the pinstripes because I don't know. Maybe Yamamoto was a Tanaka guy. Maybe he'll wear 19. I still have my 19 jersey right. hanging up in the closet, waiting for somebody to claim that. Maybe, um, you know. Man- Munitaka Murakami wants to be the next Matsui. Maybe. Maybe right. like and that's the Yankees the and that's what the Yankees can live off their history, but man, we need some we need some new history. They need to make, you know, another run to the World Series because like that's how you keep making this stuff happen. You you build another money tree. You ha- you make another crop of fans and future players that want to be Yankees. They have to get yep. back. Yep, I agree. I appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Alex. I mean, it's simple. The business model is like you completely missed out on October baseball in the Bronx. That's what was missing from this great October baseball, uh, this this postseason we saw. Yeah, Philly down there in Citizens Bank Park, they go nuts. They go crazy. Cool. But it's not like what we do on 161st Street, the Bronx Zoo. Like, that's what was missing. The Yankees know they absolutely got to get back. Greg is in Manasquan, New Jersey. What's up, Greg? You're on the fan. Oh, it's going on, Keith. You know, holding it down. Holding it down. So, I know you're not, just hear me out. Hypothetically, 
What happens if Garrett Cole opts out at the end of this year coming up? Yeah, I talked about it a couple weeks ago. And right? I actually, um... With a Cy Young, Keith, you think that he's going to stay with that contract? If he wins 25, 20 games this year, there is no way. No way. Now, you sign Yamamoto, you know, all these, another $300 million ball player, and you've almost got a billion dollars tied up in uh, four players, five players. I got news for you. This, nobody's going to like this, but if you think about it, if you bite your tongue and think about it, I trade Cole. Trade Cole. Go on, because I'll, uh, I'll, I'll speak before we go to break. Go on, trade Cole to who? No worries. To potentially me, get what? I, look, give me a starting pitcher. Keith. Cole is we, the best starting pitcher in the American League. Greg, no, i got to let you go because we're up against it. I did this already, but it was late at night. Maybe you didn't hear it. Um, I had a tweet that I put out that said, you know, because someone said to me, what's it going to take for Hal and Cash to wake up? Aaron Judge requesting a trade out of here? And I'm like, come on. I know we're down on the team. But where are we heading? Like, I, I know you guys are upset after 82 and 80, but get a grip. The reason these guys are here is because they want to win the World Series. They want to be 28. They want to be the next champions to come down the Canyon of Heroes and have a ridiculous parade in this city where you won't be able to see the ground, where the world will be live streaming it saying, holy, look at New York. Garrett Cole's not opting out. Unless... He's going to opt out so that the Yankees can void it and add a 10th year to his contract and get that extra year of uh, $36 million or whatever it would be. you know. And I, I said that in a tweet, and Cameron Maben responded to it, and that's where, honestly, the whole thing started because he spoke on John Carlos Stan because I added to the tweet. I said, Cole's not opting out. Judge is not requesting a trade. Rizzo wants to finish his career here. Stan wants to finish his career here. LeMayu wants to finish it. And, and uh, Cameron Maben said, hold on, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that about Stan. Maybe Stanton wants to go somewhere he's appreciated. And when he said that, we all immediately thought he was talking about the fans and the fans booing him and the fans online saying, get him out of here. He sucks. Just pay him to go away. And then with Cashman's comments, that kind of shifted this week to folks thinking, oh, maybe Cameron Maven was talking about how John Carlos Stanton feels about the front office not appreciating him, not the fans. I'm trying to get Cameron Maven on the show Friday. He's a tough guy to get a hold of, but I'm working on it. I'm close. Um, Cole Cole will only opt out for a money thing. And you know what? I'm not a rich guy. I'm I'm not a millionaire. I'm not even close. But man, how much money do you need? When I when I hear people say, "Oh, he's going to opt out and go get money from from somewhere else," he's got millions on millions on millions on millions. And you just heard me mention he's got two little boys. Those two little boys live in Greenwich, Connecticut. I'm sure they have a really nice house and a really nice setup. And Cole's not opting out to go pitch for the Dodgers and make $40 million a year. It is what it is. We're going to break right here. Jordan Schultz coming up. We're going to talk Giants, the state of the Giants right now. Tank Dell, Tank Bigsby, Gervonta, Tank Davis, they are tanking. We're going to talk Daniel Jones, Brian Dable, Joe Shane, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and a little NFL talk in here. Yankee fans that have called in, stay on hold if you can. If you can't, don't worry about it. Keep McPherson on the fan till 12. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, yo! Okay, correction here. Before the break, I said we were bringing in Jordan Schultz, but I got my times crossed. Jordan Schultz will join us after the next break around 940. Connor Rogers will join us at 1020. We'll talk Giants and general NFL with Jordan, and we'll really lock in again on the Jets with Connor Rogers. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, KM to AM on the fan. We're halfway through my five-hour sports talk show. If you were smart enough, to stay on hold like I suggested, I'm coming to you. Howard in New Hyde Park. You got it. What's going on, Keith? How are you? I'm good. Thanks for holding. So, two things. One, with Stanton, why don't the Yankees, you know, they're expecting him to get hurt anyway. Just run him out to left field until that happens. Mm-mm. Last Mm-mm. year, and the last actually two years, he's actually hit better when he's played the field. Right field only. Yeah, if you stick him in left, it's no, not going to hurt that no. much. No, left field is an ocean in Yankee Stadium. Most of these guys can't play left field. I don't know how many games we've watched or games I've physically been at where balls drop in the left field, and I'm like, it's the curse of Brett Gardner. Gardy was like the only guy that could track down everything in left field. Yeah. You can't throw him out there. So, the guy can't run. He, he can't play left field. Right. He plays right field when Judge DHs or Judge, Judge gets a, a rest. Um, I mean, yeah. they might even, I don't know, depending on what they do with – Juan Soto or Bellinger or whatever trades they make, if they bring in a Kevin Kiermaier or one of the St. Louis guys, they might flirt with Judge playing center field again. I don't want to see that. But Stan, his only option outside of DH is right field. Yeah. Then second thing, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan my whole life. Yeah, we, we've we died hard for I almost three this... decades now, brother. I'm right there with yeah. you. The biggest thing I see them missing is Another running back. back. I mean, I yep. love Pollard and his speed. Yep. But we miss out on those, you know, second and one, second and two, third and one, third and two power back. That just, you know, that's what. Yeah, what they thought they was. thought Ronald Jones would be that type. They signed him for one million, then they cut him. Um, they got Rico Dowdle going last week, so I think you can expect more of a one-two punch with Tony and Rico. Tony is more effective when he's not the main guy, when he can be the speed guy and not the you know uh, power guy. They need that. Um, there were rumblings that they were going to trade for Derrick Henry, but you know, of course, Jerry Jones said, "No, we're good. We got all we've got. We we we've got all we need." They they need another. They need another back. Tony Pollard isn't uh, a power back. Uh, we saw Fred Warner and the Niners manhandle him. You need a stronger yeah. guy back there that can run the ball. The other running back that they drafted is Deuce Vaughn, 
And Deuce Vaughn is like a Darren Sproles type. He's like all of 5'7", 150 pounds. So, yeah. Thanks for the call, Howard. How about them Cowboys? I mean, they were whooping up on the Giants, but we all know that the Dallas Cowboys are paper tigers. If you listen to me the last three years, the last three football seasons I've been on the fan, I'm honest about being a Dallas fan. I chose that when I was a kid, but I've watched them. And not once have I got on here and said, yeah, Super Bowl. Not once have I even got on here and picked them against top competition. I picked them to lose to the 49ers back-to-back years. I picked them to lose to the Eagles two weeks ago. Now, of course, I was telling you, and they wrote the article up on the fan and everything. I'm like, they're, they're going to beat the Giants by 20, <laughs> more than 20. But when they actually face up, you know, or face off or match up against better competition in the NFL, they're lacking in that department that, you know, was just, just mentioned, right? They don't have a power back. And they don't have Ezekiel Elliott, who, who was that, but he lost a step. And why don't they have Ezekiel Elliott? Because he was owed $16 million this year. And then they franchise tag Tony Pollard. It makes no sense in the modern-day NFL for you to have $26 million tied up in your backfield when you're paying Dak Prescott 40-plus. I don't know. The Cowboys offense will have to figure it out with Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. They're going to be throwing the ball. But they still have to run it. Dak has to run it some. Uh, and Rico Dowdle. Rico Dowdle's not a power back, but he does really put his head down and run in between the, the tackles a little harder than Tony Pollard. Tony, Tony Pollard is like a couple cuts and, uh, you know, break a run. He's he's good in the pass game, not really in between the tackles. That's something that the Cowboys offense is lacking. They figured it out with Brandon Cooks. They figured it out even with Michael Gallup. CeeDee Lamb is looking like the best receiver in the league the last few weeks. And, of course, the defense is stacked. They lose Van Der Esch. That's tough, but they've got enough, enough dogs. We'll, we'll see. The Cowboys have a stretch here leading up to them facing the Eagles December 10th in Jerry World, and that will be the indicator for me whether I can get excited about a playoff run or if it's just more of the same. Josh is in Poughkeepsie. What's up, Josh? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Good, good, good. Uh, long-time Giant, Nick, Yankee fan. Um, I've been blessed with, you know, a couple of Super Bowls from the Giants, Yankees, you know, they've done their thing, but last, what, 14, 15 years, nothing. Um, listening to Brian Cashman talk just as a Yankee fan is so deflating and like, I don't know how anyone can want to put this man out in front of a mic and let him talk because he just... It's funny, Brings right? Fans half, down. Half, like, the, half the fan base says he's a, he's looking like a guy that wants to get fired, and then the other half of the fan base is like, you're crazy. That's a guy with ultimate job security. He knows he's not getting fired. <laughs> but that's, that's, what, that's what it feels like. It's like he knows no matter what he says, nothing's going to happen. And right. like it, you know, he was Steinbrenner's, you know, boy back in the day. But, like, if you're Hal and you're sitting here looking listening to what this guy is saying and you're, he's talking about Stanton – and you got Yamamoto, who is has the same agent as him. It's like, I, I just don't and, understand how you can. And I'm sure it that. was Brian Cashman that made the decision to not wait on uh, Manny Machado, a Bryce Harper, to make the trade for Giancarlo Stanton in the first place, which was exactly. a redundant move when you already had a muscle-bound, right-handed, right fielder 
who should have won AL MVP, but Altuve stole it. Instead, you go get the NL MVP, and then you turn him into a DH. And now you're talking about as part of his game to be injury-prone. Well, you're the one who turned him into a DH because you already had a right fielder, and you made him cold for a bunch of games where he was sitting down on the bench not playing both sides of the ball, per se. And, And now look what we have on our hands. I don't know, man. I think this with Cashman. These quotes and these videos will not age well if the Yankees suck if the Yankees don't make any big moves in the offseason. So we may be actually at the beginning of the end for him. Thanks for the call, Josh. All right, now we're going to go get Jordan Schultz. We'll talk a little Giants. Giants' current situation with their quarterbacks, with their head coach, with their GM, uh, maybe some draft stuff. Look into the future, a little crystal ball of where we think this Giants team will be next year after drafting a quarterback potentially. And I want to have some uh, general NFL conversation with Jordan Schultz, who's a Bleacher Report NFL insider. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll go get him, and we'll be right back. (laughs) Good song, Connor. We ain't going nowhere. Uh, That's for Joe Shane, Brian Dable, and Daniel Jones. Joining us right now is Jordan Schultz. Long time coming. Bleacher Report, NFL insider, been meaning to have this guy on and uh, was watching some of his stuff today and saw his stream. And Perfect timing. Jordan, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, buddy. Thanks for having me. So let's start with the Giants. I I was seeing your stuff get a lot of attention today as you were breaking down Daniel Jones being back with the team next season. And uh, you wrote, barring something drastic, it's your understanding that the GM and head coach will be back too. They're safe. You know, things haven't been great the last few weeks for the Giants. Uh, they're obviously tanking, in my opinion, but you know, can you speak to uh, what you know, what you think about you know this current state of the Giants in the near future? I think what it comes down to is the Giants want stability, right? And if you go back to their two Super Bowls where they were really one of the dominant teams and they had a really special quarterback in Eli Manning who wasn't the best in terms of regular season performances but was always – awesome when it really mattered he you know he he was everything you'd want in a new york giant he embodied that he was the type of person and player that john mara and the whole family wanted you know and i think when the giants drafted daniel jones and i know it wasn't under this regime but they saw many of the same qualities that he embodied as well as eli manning toughness you know just leadership everything that it meant to be a giant and when they extended him last year, or I should say last spring, and I, you know, I had that news, it was a, a big reason why was because they felt like they could count on him for the next several years, that, that he was going to take them to the promised land. Now, this season has not gone well for anyone, you know, and I think after they, after they had the playoff success, they beat Minnesota, and they looked like one of the rising teams, certainly in the NFC, the expectations were very high, and, and you know, they've had a tremendous amount of injuries just nonstop, Brian Dayball goes from coach of the year to this season where I think he's, he, he's gotten a lot of criticism. You, you don't forget how to be a coach um, overnight. It just doesn't happen. And I think when Brian Dayball left Buffalo to come to New York, you know, he had that instant, instant success as well, and it, and it starts to create expectations. To me, when I think about the Giants and this staff, uh, specifically with Dayball, Joe Shane, and Daniel Jones, uh, not only do I believe he'll be back next year, but I, I, I still believe, and I, I have to believe, based on what I've been told, that there's a real path toward the future. Now, that doesn't mean, Keith, that they're not going to look at quarterbacks. We already saw Joe Shane at the USC-Washington game with Caleb Williams and, 
and Michael Penix, and of course they're going to evaluate. Right now, if they if the draft was today, they'd have a second pick. So listen, that that makes complete sense. But as of right now, in, in terms of next season, make no mistake, they will be back, all three. Yeah, and they and they should be back. It, you know, this season, no one really expected, but no one expected last season. And it's the NFL. When I'm looking at the NFL standings, the Bengals are in last place in their division. They they weren't expecting that. The Bills are struggling at 5-5. Five and five. They weren't expecting that. It's the NFL. It's competitive. These are the best of the best. And sometimes we, we also forget that, you know, the Giants are in a rebuild. They were ahead of schedule last year. This year has not been ideal. But I really believe that the GM, the head coach, should pick their own quarterback. And even though... They, you know, they they extended Daniel Jones, and another GM selected Daniel Jones. I still think that they should pick another quarterback in the draft. Do you think with this uh, quarterback heavy draft, where obviously Caleb May, or I always do that because all we do is talk about Drake, yep. <laughs> Drake Williams and Caleb May, <laughs> uh, Drake yeah, May and, and Caleb no, Williams. You know, yeah. do you think that they're going to take one of those guys if they end up in the top two picks, top three picks? I don't know yet because it's too early for me right now. I, I genuinely don't know. I mean, Marvin Harrison is considered one of the greatest wide receiver yeah. prospects in the last 20 years. You know, evaluators I've talked to have said this guy is is, is half Randy Moss, half Calvin Johnson. Right. He is freakish, uh, the type of person he is. You know, he has the Hall of Fame uh, pedigree with his dad, but he's bigger. He's 6'3", 215. He's going to run 4'4". He's going to jump 40 inches. He's one of the best prospects, period, that we've seen in a really long time. So you have to consider him. Uh, there's a couple really elite offensive linemen. We know this offensive line has really struggled this season. And when you're talking about Drake May and Caleb Williams, um, what's interesting to me is that you're starting to see, as we get into the second half of the season, Keith, you're starting to see teams believe that these are potential cornerstone guys for their franchises and I hate saying oh this team's tanking this team's trying to lose this team's trying to win maybe a little bit more than that team but the bottom line is you're going to start to see teams and you already said the Giants mentioning Tommy DeVito that you're going to start to see teams positioning themselves for those top couple picks potentially for Caleb and Drake May and I I don't know who it would be for the Giants I also don't know genuinely if the number one pick is Caleb Williams. You know, before the season, it seemed like a formality, but you talk to enough folks around the league, they'll tell you that Drake May is really, really close. He is close. He, he has the prototypical size. You know, I, I asked somebody in North Carolina, you know, what, why wouldn't he have left? Because he could have gone anywhere as in, in the portal. And, and basically the answer was this guy is so, he's so loyal, and everything about him is team first, and that's why he stayed in Chapel Hill. He wanted to be with his guys and finish out his career here. So when you start to think about that and those qualities, it's going to be a really interesting race with those two quarterbacks, but also, again, with the Giants. To me, it's not a formality that, that they would take one of them. Yeah, they're, they're Chapel Hill guys. His brother played basketball down there. Yep. I think he won a yep. championship there, so yep. he, he yep. wasn't going anywhere. Um I, oh man, this this draft is going to be great. It's going to be interesting. And you make a great point about Marvin Harrison. Like, I mean, they can't they can't miss if they end up in a top three position to pick one of these uh, generational quarterbacks or this this receiver. They're 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 good. But let's talk about where we're at right now with the Giants and Tommy DeVito. You mentioned, you know, I keep making the joke about it's a tank, it's a tank. They're clearly tanking. Um, but there's some games coming up. Like they already beat the Commanders. They could potentially beat them again. The Patriots. Who are also right next to them in the uh, you know tankathon? Mm -hmm. The Packers aren't very good. 
The Saints now are relying on Jameis Winston. Like, there are some winnable games for the Giants coming up, but I feel like the fan base is split. I know the players were frustrated in Dallas. The players don't tank. The players want to compete. They want to play football. They want to win. But, man, I absolutely think that they should lose out. And um, Tommy DeVito is a great story, but I don't think he really gives you the best it, chance to win. It is a great story. You know, I mean, we, we all got sucked into it last week, Keith. You know, he, he's living at home. His mom makes his bed. They have Chicken cutlets. You got the night. chicken cutlets on deck. I don't have any chicken cutlets at my house. I mean, it's a great story. It's why we love sports. But he is an undrafted rookie. And when you start to think about the Giants – would it be better for them to lose? I don't know. I mean, listen, long-term tanking sometimes works. It doesn't always work. And when you start to think about as well, the future of this organization, um, they, they want to get back to being championship contenders like anybody else, but the giants have such a proud history to me to say, for me to say, they're going to, they're just going to tank. I, I don't know how realistic that is, but you mentioned the players don't take the players are also auditioning for next season. It's, right. it's, it's not dissimilar to and other teams. 100%. And it's not dissimilar to training camp. And, you know, the, uh, the preseason, now it's three games. It used to be four. But guys absolutely playing for roster spots, for practice squad spots. So guys are never going to purposely put bad tape out there because it costs them money and also their competitors. But to me, like, the, I'm not ready to say that this, that, that, that this, the future of this organization, short and long term, is doomed. This season has been an unmitigated disaster. Make no mistake about it. But Joe Shane was a really good hire. Brian Dayball was a really good hire. And Daniel Jones was a really good draft pick. I, I have to believe that if I'm a Giant fan because we saw the proof in the pudding last season when they made the playoffs, won a playoff game, and really started to look like they were going to be at the heels of the Eagles, at least, at least causing them problems, at least causing Dallas problems. So to me, like – there's still a lot of excitement about this roster because of who you have young, you know, young players wise, Daniel Jones, Andrew Thomas, um, Xavier McKinney. And, and I, if I'm a giant fan, obviously I want Saquon here long-term as well. We're on the phone with Jordan Schultz, Bleacher Report, NFL insider, a couple more things about the giants and then we'll transition to a couple uh, NFL stories. Now, you know, while you're tanking, while you're losing games, it's week 11. It's a long season. I always talk about how football is a war. A lot of their starters are hurt. Like, I'm looking at the injury report. Uh, Jalen Hyatt didn't practice today. Adoree Jackson, Dexter Lawrence, Evan Neal, Bobby Okereke, Kayvon Thibodeau. Like, there, there is a such thing as guys are banged up. We're not going to run these guys out there. And we potentially want to see what we have in some younger guys for next year. Now, speaking of getting hurt, we learned today that the Browns <laughs> – and Deshaun Watson, who I've, you know, I'm not, I'm not celebrating anybody's injury, but I wish that guy no luck. We learned that his season is done. He's going to have a season, season ending, ending surgery. Man, they gave him that guaranteed contract, and that shifted all of the quarterback contracts from Lamar Jackson to Jalen Hurts and all that guaranteed money. I think I, I read a stat today, $92 million for 11 games. Now they have to go to DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson. The Browns are right in the middle of the uh, – Thick of the AFC playoff hunt and even their division. And, you know, it's also funny we learned today, and, I mean, I knew it, but we kind of forgot about it. The pastronaut, Josh Dobbs, was in camp mm -hmm. with the Browns, and they let him go. Yeah, listen, the Browns are in such an interesting position, short and long term. You mentioned Deshaun, almost $160 million guaranteed, which, by the way, every quarterback in the league celebrated that. That was a great day for all quarterbacks because it, it meant the that market. the market was getting reset. Yeah, 100%. Um, but I reported earlier today 
that they were going to go with DTR and not PJ Walker. And that instantly created like, and, and then they announced it and that instantly created this narrative of, Oh, they should have had Josh Dobbs here. They did have him here. We should never let him go. When they traded Josh Dobbs to Arizona before the season, the big reason why was because they felt like Dorian Thompson Robinson was a bona fide number two guy. He was and good it, in the preseason. Him. He was good in the he East West Shrine pre- Bowl game. I was talking about him on the fan months mm-hmm. ago. He has tools. You know, he 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 can move the pocket. He's extremely athletic. Uh, he was one of the most prolific passers in UCLA history. When you start to think about that program, that says a lot. He's young. He's raw. He's green. But he has a lot of tools. And I think mentally his toughness stood out to them. And would they be in a better position if they had Josh Dobbs? Probably at this point, considering how well he's playing in Minnesota and some of the things he showed us in Arizona. But DTR, they believe, is a bona fide backup this year. So now they're going to start him over P.J. Walker. They already know what P.J. Walker is. They know he's a backup. Now the question becomes, is DTR potentially a starter for us the rest of the way? If he doesn't play well against Baltimore – that to me, like there's still a discussion. If he has a bad couple weeks, then maybe you go back to PJ Walker. You are firmly in the AFC uh, playoff picture. You're, you're 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 six and three. You have the best defense in football statistically. You don't need DTR to be great. You don't even need him to be good. You just need him to be adequate and not turn the ball over because turnovers are the one thing that has destroyed the Browns this season. Every all three losses, they turn the ball over two or three times four times in the game it is it, it's why to, to me they're going to dtr because pj was was on on you know he was on he, he kept turning the ball over and the one start that that dtr had in week four was against baltimore where he found out 90 minutes before the game right he was starting so to me uh this gives them a basically a full week to prepare this is a plus timing wise and, and i would expect him to be much better than the three turnovers he had in that game yeah, uh, man, this week coming up is going to be great. I'm so excited for the Week 11 schedule. It kicks off tomorrow, Bengals versus Ravens, and then it ends Monday night with Eagles versus Chiefs. Uh, what game are you looking forward to most this this week coming up? I, I am incredibly excited for all for, for, for three games, but I am fortunate enough to be going Monday night football at Arrowhead. Oh, wow. Kansas City, Philly. I can't wait, baby. I'm so fired up. So selfishly, I want that to be the best game. To me, you know, not only is it a Super Bowl rematch, but Philadelphia has, they haven't been quite as explosive. You know, we, we've seen Jalen Hurts not be 100%. Patrick Mahomes, I know he has, he's, he's probably hasn't played up to the same level he would like. To me, this is going to be an absolute showcase for both those quarterbacks to show why they're the top two MVP candidates. So I, I, I expect a high-scoring affair, and selfishly, I, I want that to be a great game. Jordan, you're the man. Thanks for joining us tonight. I really appreciate you, Keith. Take care. That was Jordan Schultz, Bleacher Report, NFL Insider. I mean, I can't wait for this Week 11 slate. We'll talk about it. We got to take a break. We're going into the 10 o'clock hour. Get your calls in now, 877-337-6666. Connor Rogers coming up at 1020. Keith McPherson on the fan right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.